Everybody, it's your boy Finn, aka Nola Nerdcast, here with the always amazing Justin, aka Robo Plato, from the official SDGC. How are you doing today, Justin? I'm doing well. How are you? You know what? I'm doing great because today we are talking about Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, the yes, newest and latest entry in the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The venerable, the audacious. I don't know, the awesome Ratchet and Clank franchise by Insomniac Games. I just want yeah, to make it sound fancy. It's going on for a while, too. Yeah. Did you know there's been like 18 games if you count the mobile and handheld versions? That's wild. Wait, there was a mobile game? Yeah. There was a couple. Like, I'm, We're talking like old mobile games, not like oh, Apple oh, okay. style, like, like flip phone, old school. Not flip phone, but like pre-iPhone, let's say, I think. Now you got me curious. I'm gonna look it up. Why don't you? Why don't you tee us up? Hello. You there? Did yeah. I lose you. You kind. Okay. You kind of dropped for a bit. Oh, did I? Oh no. Yeah. I said okay. Well, okay. So, yeah, Ratchet and Clank going mobile for. Um, I had no idea. It was a JavaScript game. Hell yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, you know it was good then. Okay. <laughs> It doesn't matter. We're talking Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, the first PlayStation 5 uh, entry into the franchise. One of the few true next-gen exclusive games. This is not on the PS4. Uh, and, and I'm curious, I, how did, what is your experience in history with the franchise, Justin? So I, I kind of have dabbled in the PS2 and PS3 games. I've played a lot of them. I've watched friends play a lot of them. Um, but a lot of those ones I haven't fully played or experienced my own. Um, I've played a lot of the 2016 game, and I uh, I platinumed Rift Apart. So I, I'm, I'm relatively familiar with it, but I'm not like the biggest Ratchet & Clank fan. And then there's me. <laughs> so I I have with with lots of years of retrospective introspection, um, I have decided it's it's been pretty clear to me that Ratchet and Clank was my favorite new IP of the entire PS2, GameCube, Xbox era, and that's pretty impressive considering how many franchises spawned during that generation. Yeah, but no Ratchet uh, Ratchet and Clank Up Your Arsenal is one of my favorite games of all time and and one of the pinnacles of the series. Uh, that was the third game in the franchise. I actually bought the PS2 network adapter to play the Up Your Arsenal multiplayer mode. That's right. Um, that was the that was the one with multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, suffice to say, I've played them all. I've even played yeah. All for One and Full Frontal Assault. Uh, many no, known as the 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 down point, the low point of the franchise. But All for One was the move game, right? No, no, that was a PlayStation Move Heroes that also had Sly and Jack and Daxter. Oh, All for wait. One was the on, the multiplayer co-op only game. Oh, okay. I thought that was also a Move game. No, it was just a regular old not great entry into the franchise. Gotcha. That's all. Okay. But we're here to talk about Rift Apart. Um, I, I'm curious to hear you your opinion because, like you said, you've You've, you're a fan, but you've more dabbled in into its history, whereas I am am the uh, aficionado, as it were. So what were your thoughts on Rift Apart? I, I liked it a whole lot. Um, it, it 
for me, like, it didn't, like, blow away, like, the 2016 game in terms of, like, raw quality. Like, it very much was just a highly refined Ratchet and Clank game, just with some amazing uh, tech and a lot more confidence in, like, storytelling and characterization coming from Insomniac. Like, the production values are ridiculous, which I never thought I would see a Ratchet and Clank game uh, get this kind of treatment. I played it in the um, Performance RT mode, which is running at 60 FPS with ray tracing, and mind-blowing game to look at. It's absolutely gorgeous, and, you know, one of the big things for that they've talked about... um, with this game and you know with even just pitching the ps5 itself is how like the ssd can enable like really really fast travel um no load times and stuff and then they have this rift system where you like it it's so fast and there's no loading at all playing the game that it almost feels like something is wrong because my brain (laughs) is so used to waiting um at times like this like you'll just go through a rift and be on another planet how like, are you supposed to shit post on Twitter if you don't have load times? I know. And like and like I remember like there's these little uh, pocket dimensions that you open up that are kind of like a platform side platforming challenge that you'll find within the stages. And the first one I found, I just kept walking in and out and in and out like expecting yeah, something to it, go wrong. <laughs> it's awesome. I love the um it's just and the, it's seamless. The, the, that's the word, the seamless transition between all that stuff. And it's I I the I do I do wish that the riffs were better integrated into gameplay in more unique yes. and interesting ways. That is like also my biggest complaint. Like I wanted really to get that cool. out of the way. Yeah. They're really cool. Um and but they're mostly used for set piece moments and for like moving into these pocket dimensions and stuff. Um like you don't have any real player control over them. Although you do have like this tether whip. Yeah. Like for some of these smaller rifts in the combat arenas, that's it's basically a grappling hook, but instead of you moving, you move the stage to you. And it's a really 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 cool effect. And that, it's it's always a visually cool effect, but yeah. I just I because it's Insomniac and they've shown time and time again that they know how to keep things interesting and keep throwing new wrinkles into gameplay mechanics, I was surprised that we never built on that. Yeah. It was always just if you see a rift, you tether yourself to that rift. And there was never any, like, other stuff added to it. And I thought that was strange. But you know what? The game was so fun. If that's my biggest complaint, good on y'all, right? Yeah, like, th- that's the that's the same <clears throat> criticism I have. And, like, again, I, I, I said this before, but, like, this isn't a complaint from me because I do like the series, but like if you're not a Ratchet and Clank fan, this game is not going to change your mind. It's very much a Ratchet and Clank game. Yeah, and also uh, at this point in its in the franchise's history, like they they don't spend too much time recapping. It's still f- easy enough to jump on in, but this game plays fast and loose with the fact that these heroes have been through a lot. Whether it's the Dimensionator existing or Doctor Nefarious as a character, you, you get more out of the game if you've played before. There's also but, a lot of like jokes that you'd miss. Um, exactly, especially with like the alternate dimension versions of characters and stuff. Yes, like like Zerky versus Mister oh Mister Zircon. Where that was to. the greatest. Just Mister Zircon becoming a pacifist in that dimension. Also, f- I love the quirk. 
uh, stand-in, the Captain yeah. Quasar. Captain Quasar. But I don't want. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's okay with you. But I don't want to touch too much on the story. That's fine. That's because fine. Because I mean, it's it, it's still fun to experience. I will say though, you can't talk about Rift Apart without talking about the new additions of Rivet and Kit. Oh, I loved Rivet and Kit. I I was really impressed with them. Like this game kind of assumes you at least just have a general knowledge of who Ratchet and Clank are. So they spend a lot of time working on the new characters, like their dimensional counterparts. And uh, Jennifer Hale voices uh, Rivet, who is Ratchet's counterpart. Uh, she's and there's this, um, another Lombax from a different dimension. Coming right off of Mass Effect. Yeah. I, uh, it was just funny. something I, about Jennifer Hale playing like 200 hours of her saving the galaxy. I love yeah, it. Th- yeah. I, I played all three Mass Effect games before this and then Rift Apart. And it was like, I just spent 150 hours with Jennifer Hale saving the galaxy. I could go for more. Um, yeah, and then, you know what? There's a worse person to join you. Yeah. And then Kit is Clank's, um, you know, little warbot um, counterpart. And that they're both really great. What yeah. did you think um, of them? I, I mean, I thought they were incredible additions. Like, Ratchet and Clank have frequently thrown in new side characters, but this is the first time they've truly introduced new main characters to the point where I loved them so much and how they developed and how they were unique and just their own characters that if today they announced the DLC expansion called Rivet and Kit, I would not be mad in the slightest. No, I, you know? I, w- I would be so excited. Um, I, I thought that they did a really good job splitting the game between the two pairs. Yeah, it's pretty even. Um, and then they mix up, you know, who who Clank Who's and Kit who? are with sometimes. Yeah. And yeah, no, it, they did a really good job balancing like the screen time and like big moments that they give all the characters. It really feels like Rivet and Kit were like integrated in a way that it doesn't feel like oh they're just throwing in new characters without having a purpose for them or having them be overshadowed or overshadow the previous heroes like they really did a great job of balancing them and having good story focused moments that worked for each of the characters yep now it's easy to talk about the characters in the plot but one of the main draws of ratchet has always been the weapons the crazy and inventive weapons Insomniac throws at him. There was some... I, I will say that this game had one massive glaring flaw, and that is... I think that I know what you're going to say. It did not have a transformative laser beam that turns them into a random animal. Almost or the every, Groovatron. I thought you were going to say Groovatron. Well, the Groovatron is still relatively new. It was like added in the PS3 games... And but they gave us the pixelizer, so I'll I'll balance that out. But almost every game has had like the version of the sheepinator, whether it's sheep or ducks or pigs or something. They've always had a gun that turns the enemies into something else. Well, there's and the topiary really sprinkler. No, like is, I'm I'm mean they literally, literally turn sp- them into animals. Yeah, the topiary sprinkler for those listening is literally just a sprinkler that you throw and then it grows plants all over the enemies and locks them down. That was a very fun one. What was your favorite of the weapons? Um I really liked the uh oh, I'm blanking on the name, the like Gatling gun that when you have it fully upgraded, they just explode into a black hole. Oh yeah, the black hole storm. Yeah, yeah that, that one, thing was awesome. That thing was awesome. Also the enforcer 
which was like just a shotgun basically. Um, and how that worked is it's similar to like Returnal where they have they have like primary fire and secondary fire kind of separated by the um, tension on the controller. So like with the Enforcer, you just fire, you know, one barrel when you pull it down to like the first stopping point and then you fire both barrels when you fire pull it down all the way and it's really satisfying when you pull it down all the way and you know do extra damage and stuff um, yeah i did like how a lot of the weapons had the half and full pull modes i yeah. can't tell if i'm blinked or not no I, I i can hear you okay but for me i think uh so one of my favorite all-time uh weapons in the entire franchise made a return and that was the uh, the the blades, the buzz blades. Yes, I do love the buzz blades. But this game added a new, a, a weapon that I really love, which is the lightning rod. I didn't. Yes, that one it, was fun too. I like that one. I love rapid fire weapons, and because usually my aim is so terrible that stuff like buzz blades and lightning rod help with crowd control, even if you suck yeah. at aiming. So I really appreciate that. And, Plus um, the animations what, of everyone when they yes. get electrified is so hilarious. Yeah, like that's one thing that I was really impressed in this game. Like there's a lot of different enemy types and like almost all of them will react differently to the different weapons that you have equipped. Like they'll respond to the fact that, oh, you have the shield weapon up. Yeah, or, I oh, noticed you that ha- too. You have, the ro- you have rocket launchers. Like they are aware of the weapons that you have and they'll communicate to each other about them. They'll com- And they'll have like multiple things to say about each weapon. Um, and then also each weapon, almost every weapon has like a different like kind of effect, like the electricity effects, the um, plant effects, um, stuff like that. Like there's a lot of unique animations and interactions with enemies for different weapons that I think just really really sells just not just the variety and creativity in the weapon design itself but like also its place in the world i i I really loved that kind of attention to detail yeah you know what weapon i thought i wouldn't like but then ended up really loving is the cold snap the one that freezes enemies yes yes because the i did not realize how big the damage debuff was like if you hit them with the cold snap and then switch to the warmonger or the rhino you can take out a boss like down to half health it's wild yeah uh oh the rhino in this game is incredible the rhino is a traditional is traditionally the ultimate weapon in ratchet and clank and they rhino eight they pulled some hilarious hilarious shit with it in this one um it's really fun it's really satisfying it's really clever um and there's a ton of easter eggs related to it i don't think i've even seen all of them yet they put a ton of work into that weapon i saw i've gotten the 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 thunder lizard from horizon i've gotten jack and daxter and i've gotten uh nathan drake's jeep so far i've gotten those but i've also gotten fizzy from sunset overdrive oh I've, what dude, there's a lot of sunset overdrive i knew that you could change the, the the bolts into overdrive cans yeah so by the way i'm 100 percent certain that they're we're getting a playstation release of sunset overdrive at some I, point they, i will double dip so fast they made they made way too refer- many references to it in this game for that to not happen 100%. but i've also gotten sly cooper's car uh, the the van really like cooper yeah um i got i'm not 100 percent sure if this is just a coincidence or not but i think it's the tree from the beginning of god of war um huh 
yeah, there, there's a ton of stuff. But yeah, they pull. There's a lot of references to you know classic PlayStation franchises and stuff um, throughout all the dimension uh, things, which is great. That's awesome. Uh, um, uh, um, what what I hundred percent of the game. We I think we both got the platinum. We both got the platinum. Yeah. Um, it's a really I, easy platinum. If, it is if not you're, the world's if you're a trophy hunt, hunter. The only but one I that gave me trouble. I still went for all the gold bolts. I still got all the gold I, bolts. Oh, yeah, I got all the gold bolts. I just haven't gotten all the Omega weapons and gotten those all upgraded yet. No, you have to. You can't until you go through a second playthrough with the multiplayer player intact. Yeah. So. Um, uh, so good. The, the one. This kind of goes into weapons because I kind of want to talk about it. Like the one trophy that gave me trouble was this. There's this one weapon that you have that like has like a bubble shield that comes out in front of you when you pull it down to like the first trigger stop. And then you pull it down all the way and it blasts out like a shotgun. And that one was kind of annoying because you have to fully upgrade it. And like only certain enemies have uh, projectiles that you can catch and return. And you need to get like 10 kills with it. Yeah. Um, you want to so, know how it does that one? Battle arena? No, I mean that would have been smart. There was a, a part on the stage where you have to fight the sky, this the robot pirates, and it was on the main ship when they just come in a bunch of waves, and there was like a whole mess of the little buzz bots, the little spinning ones, and they all ah, come yes. in like a huge group, and I would just waste them all and gain like half a level at a time and then jump off and restart Mm -hmm. because ratchet's always been really good about letting you carry over your weapon experience even if you die before a checkpoint that's what i did i basically did that in the battle arena (laughs) battle arena i love how they always have battle arenas they're my one of my favorite caveats the kind of the thing i want to say about that is even though that weapon was kind of annoying to use because like actually getting it's hard to do enough damage to get kills and it burns through ammo so fast. So like, it's just annoying to try to like grind it out, like for the trophy. But one thing I did think was really cool. Like with the, with the like trigger resistance, when you ran out of ammo, the trigger goes limp. Yeah. It feels like something broke or is not working in your hands. And it's just like this really neat sensation that I really appreciated, even though I didn't like that weapon. I, I didn't use it much outside of what I needed to do for this trophy. Like it's just details like that, that I think really make playing games with the dual sense really, really cool and feel really active and immersive in a different way. And I really hope Sony and other third parties, um, keep experimenting with it because just little things like that go a long way into just connecting me with what's going on in the game and stuff. And I thought, just thought that was super cool and it really stood out to me. I, uh, speaking of the way they really use the controller, I like the immersive stuff where it's whenever they're typing on the computer and you're, yes. you hear the clicky clacks from your, uh, from your controller or just, Oh, when you're running, when you're dashing along the walls and the way it makes the, your controller vibrate with the, the, the haptic feedback and the and it sounds goes from side to side too. Like yes. if you're jumping between, Oh my God. I yeah. love that stuff. Like it's the small stuff like that, that I love so much. Also shout out to glitch for a really fun mini oh, game. Glitch, yes. Um, I, I, I wanted to talk about glitch. I loved glitch as a character. I thought they had a good little character arc for her. Um, and also, yeah, that spider bot and the way the spider bot that she controls feels in your hand, like, feels very mechanical and you feel yeah. all the different individual, like, 
claws like hitting the ground and stuff glitch is this little robot that goes into computers and disposes of viruses and she she's very very self-conscious um but it was a, it was a fun little mini game and they gave her her own little story arc that i thought was very cute yeah i mean overall everything that's that's a really great word this this game is very cute it's very wholesome it's very endearing it doesn't take itself too seriously. You're not going to be on the edge of your seat wondering what's going to happen next. Like it's not a Mass Effect level threat. It's not a Mass Effect level or God of War or any of those kind of stories where the stakes are super high. Like there are stakes are high for a Ratchet and Clank game, but it's still just just silly and fun the whole time. And that's what I love about the games. They're just they're just really. They're comfort food gaming that just makes you feel good as you play them. Like you, be, you finish a Ratchet and Clank game, and you just you're like, yeah, that's the stuff. And I thought some of this game, th- I thought this game had some of the strongest humor in the series. Personally, it's been a while, yeah. Because like so, a lot of times, there's been jokes that just kind of get me rolling my eyes in these series. Like I know, I know it's all a part of it, but like there were a couple lines that I laughed out loud, like full on belly laughed at this game, like. Uh, Pierre, the robot pirate, <laughs> refers to Clank as a sassy backpack at one point, and I lost it. Like, <laughs> um, like, and so much of the great lines are just like throwaway, like flavor yeah. text through battles and stuff. Oh, I love it. Um, and and you know what? I will even forgive them for not having the plumber in the game. He gets name dropped as Gary's dad, but we don't. Shout out to Gary, by the way. Gary, Gary was one of my favorite characters. I, I love the monks, the whole uh, like bro monks. Yeah. I don't know. The, everything about it was enjoyable. That, again, that was one of those jokes that like it. Well, I guess you'd kind of get it. But like if you hadn't played all the previous other games, you wouldn't quite, you know, pick up on the dimensional version, you know, being different. Mm-hmm. But that was, so th- those were very fun. Um also, one thing I wanted to touch on is, like, there's a few character moments and, like, themes in this game that I didn't really expect that I thought were really, really great and well-executed and, like, would be very good for, like, younger people playing this game, but I also related really well to. Like, there's a lot of stuff about self-doubt, finding your place, um, and, like, knowing that people will care about you and stuff like that. And I was really, really surprised and taken aback when some of those things came up but they really kind of hit with me and where i am right now um in a way that i did not expect from you know ratchet and clank and it just seems like insomniac's getting a lot more confident in telling these kind of character stories um over the past few years since spider-man and stuff and and i really hope they keep at it because their stories even though they're not like as clever or as sprawling or twist heavy as some of you know, Sony's other franchises, like they really hit for me and they have these really nice character moments and really nice themes that feel very real. Um, and I think they integrate really well into the world and with characterization and it, it just, it just takes everything up a notch for me. Yeah. I mean, that's always been some of the strong suits is the smaller character moments where they grow. But this, this game had a lot, uh, not heavier themes but stronger themes and i think it was because we were introduced to two new characters and so we got to see them grow the most 
whereas Bratch and Clank are pretty well established by this point. So I think the game benefited as a whole to have that. And it almost kind of have Ratchet and Clank as mentor characters, almost. Like, yeah. they're still, like, clearly working side by side, and, like, Kit and, Clank, uh, Kit and Rivet are obviously capable. Um, but, like, hey, we've done this before, we're going to get through it kind of thing with Ratchet and Clank was, was also, like, a good... Like, it also was a good way of, you know, playing with their characters, because the, the beginning acknowledges that, you know, they are established heroes, but it's been a long time since they've done stuff. Um So anything else that you wanted to really uh, dig into on this game? I mean, I could talk about the visuals and stuff for uh, hours, I mean, probably. Luckily, though, I mean, it, you, the visuals speak for themselves. Oh, There's my God. So this, many... game is, this game is gorgeous. It's a very pretty. You can tell it was designed solely for the PS5. Yeah, and I no say it every it would... generation. There's no way it would work. I say it PS4. every generation, though. But can you imagine the fact that this is going to be the ugliest game? By the end of this generation, like we're going to look back and be like, wow, we thought this was the pinnacle. So funny thing is, I actually I was talking to him about it on Twitter again recently. But like, um, so end of 2018, I actually had Alex Battaglia from Digital Foundry on uh, a pre-recorded episode of SDGC. And we were kind of like talking about what we expected from next generation consoles. And like he... I basically said there was no chance we would get consoles with ray tracing. He said they thought there was a tiny chance, but, you know, it would be very limited. And here's Insomniac dropping right? a game that runs at 60 FPS with ray tracing on um, as a first-gen, next-gen game. Just completely blowing our predictions out of the water. And it being a very good game that they managed to do without crunch, um, according to several developers. Um and, you know, it turned out great and stuff. Like, I just have so much respect for Insomniac's development pipeline and how they treat their employees and stuff. And it's just been getting better and better over the past few years. Um, but, yeah, just being able to zoom in on any character and seeing them being as detailed as just, like, Ratchet or Clank or Rivet and, like, stuff. And just the quick shifts. Like, sometimes you'll just get teleported between pa planets instantly with no loading. Um, yeah, it's just really impressive stuff. And you could tell they were just kind of flexing at some points. Pretty much. Oh, I love it, man. Well, uh, is there any final words you want to say about it before we uh, we peace out into the world? No, I think this is definitely one of those games, though, that people should absolutely get when they get a PS5. I know they're difficult to get right now, right. Um, but this is one that I think a lot of people will appreciate. Um visually and just from a gameplay standpoint it's just a very pleasant fun game that i think will appeal to a lot of people um and i think this this should be one of the top games you prioritize when you grab a ps5 100 percent, i'm with you on that one ah thank you for joining justin ratchet and clank is always just a damn good time i'm glad yeah. i'm not the only one that enjoyed it yeah no i, I had a really good time with it it's not like mind-blowing or revolutionary but it's a really good evolution of a really good franchise that i think really proves that it it still has a place even in you know this changing gaming landscape um and it's good to see it still going after all these years and to see insomniac like i don't if i don't know if you've seen some of these tweets from some of their developers but there's almost like this sense that they were really sad it's taken them so long to do a brand new ratchet and clank game uh because yeah, the 26 the 2016 game was a remake of the first. 
Um, yeah. And so there, there was a sense that they were like really like happy and relieved to actually get this game out. Um, and I really hope it's successful for them. Into the Nexus, yeah, 2013 was the last like non remake Ratchet game. That's wild. But you know what? Also, shout out to Insomniac for being the only one of the big three mascot de- uh, developers still making their game. Crash, Jack and Daxter, and Sly Cooper are MIA, but we still get Ratchet. So, well, a couple of those are shouted out in this game. <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> if you play it, make sure you collect all of the lorbs. They're hundred yes, yes. percent worth it. There, there's right, a couple uh, deep cuts in those too. <laughs> very deep cuts so uh i'm matthew and i'm justin and make sure to check out all of the sdgc greatness live show every thursday random after hour deep dive stuff like this whenever we feel like it the streams the the terrible takes by john you know the whole shebang give us a give us a check and as always i'm at nola nerdcast and justin is at robo plato Thank Which you I for joining us. How you pronounce that? Yes, you, you were okay. correct. Cool. All right. Have a great night.